Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast dropping your trick-or-treat bag every week. Every week to every other week. <laughs> On a week. Some, they come out during certain weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, it will show up at, at some time. Guaranteed. There will be a day... And it will be there. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, we're back with another episode discussing 1988's Nightmare at Noon. Fuck yeah. <laughs> which Blaze is very excited about. Maybe one of Blaze's new favorite movies. It might be. And it's a movie that I say is... Um, it is... Great? <laughs> no, a movie. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, before all that... And before we have our, uh, we got a video game today, right? Video game and a mythology. And a mythology biology. biology. All right. I came prepared. There we go. Well, before all that, how are you, buddy? Not bad. A little nervous. Tomorrow's my first day on the phones for IT support, so we'll see how that goes. Um, just letting it be known, Louis Vuitton is an evil company. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> It's an evil company? Probably shouldn't have told my boss that I had this podcast and didn't say that. <laughs> Did you tell your boss you had the podcast? I didn't say the name. <laughs> uh, text him and let him know. It's called Bladed Apples. Yeah, you should, you should check it out. <laughs> he seems nice. Though. When, he um, walk, even though he works for a complete corrupt company. Yeah, they're horrible. But uh, Moving on. Yeah. How was your day? I my, mean, we. Uh, my week was fine. We met up on St. Patty's Day. We did. We, we we went and saw Dashboard <laughs> Confessional and Jimmy Eat World. Then the next day, I went for a palate cleanser. <laughs> did you? Yeah, shortly before oh. I had anxiety and had to leave. <laughs> oh yeah, you went to see uh, Gruesome and uh, Obituary. Obituary, and it was really great until I started like panicking because I'm like, oh yeah, I can't be around a lot of people by myself. I have to leave. <laughs> yeah. How did you? Uh, how did you like the Dashboard Confessional show? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that you went freely to. You did not get dragged there by your fiance. No. You went there on your own free will. Yeah. Because you love you love Dashboard Confessional. I love Chris Caraba's breadsticks. <laughs> I love Chris Caraba's restaurant. I, I will say this much. Uh uh Again, I said it to you at the show. I'm like, yeah, I get it. They're talented people, just ain't my fucking style. Mm-hmm. And it's not my thing. But I will say Jimmy E. World was more entertaining to watch. Oh, yeah, by a lot. By a the lot. Dashboard Confessional Live is uh, kind of fucking boring. Yeah, it's very boring. <laughs> Anyways, Chris Caraba, come on the show. <laughs> come on the show. Tell us your favorite uh, rom-coms, I assume. Uh, motherfucker. <laughs> Who's messaging me? <laughs> Doesn't even matter. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh you didn't do anything else for St. Patty's Oh, you are working the rest of the day for St. Patty's Day. Yeah, I was working the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah, well, it was a show. Yep. <laughs> about- uh, gruesome was really good, though. Yeah, Gruesome was good until yeah. you freaked out. Yeah, I was like, I'm alone, even though Steven's here, but he's not near me. I have to leave. <laughs> you are so codependent. Yeah, I'm That's why you make a gr- great co-host. Yeah, that's, that, get it? <laughs> codependent host. <laughs> that's why. 
Um, something I forgot to mention last week about Hellbender when we talked about it. Oh, please don't. <laughs> no, there is one scene I want to bring up in the, the great movie that is Hellbender. Zah. Uh, if this was a comic book, Hellbenders. there'd be, no, it's not. It's called Hellbender because it's the sure? name of their band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. It's, uh, <laughs> if, if this is a comic book in the panel, there'd be, you know, the little box where there'd be an asterisk and be like, check last issue or check last episode if you want to hear what we said about Hellbender. But, uh, like the girl and her mom have a band called Hellbender in it and she's the drummer vocalist of it and her mom's the bassist singer vocalist also. yeah um and at one point cut she, at one point cut. <laughs> at one point she meets this girl at this house that's near their near their house kind of um and it, it, she's just hanging out by a pool or whatever and then they like start hanging out and finds out that it's not actually her house a chick just kind of squats or some person's like summer home so the owner's never there so this girl just hangs out there Mm-hmm. So she starts hanging out with this girl who's like clearly a bad influence because she drinks the alcohol oh. <laughs> and stuff. But her and her friends are over there, and somehow they found a drum set. I don't know. And they're like, hey, you're a drummer. You should drum for us. And I guess it was supposed to be part of the director's mind. <laughs> it was supposed to be a super awesome drum solo. <laughs> it was not, though. It's so bad. Yeah, it's just very And they're all like, basic. man, hell yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's literally just her hitting the toms, like, with both both hands the same tom. It's like the beat. And it then beat. maybe a bass pedal in between each one. So there's a what is boom, that called? Boom, the money boom, beat. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. And they're like, yeah, hell yeah, man, you're fucking awesome. Like, a child can do that. Yeah, it's pretty uh, cringy. <laughs> I, I forgot to bring up that That awesome trailer is so misleading because that trailer makes it look so fucking good. Yes. And it is the opposite of that. I wanted to bring that up because I found it funny. I forgot to mention it last week. Um, we also forgot to mention Monsters. Oh, the, Monsters the good new. news about the Monsters. So first of all, Cassandra Peterson is going to be in it. That is or sorry, Cassandra Peterson. Uh, so Elvira herself will be in it. That was a long rumor that she was yeah, going to be in that be, movie, be, but it's uh, official. Um, but the the bigger news is that it's going to be rated PG. <laughs> yeah, which I think is is per like I am so glad it is not going to be the fucking like Herman going around saying pussy every other yeah word. right like yeah and just like and her be like well your cock's not that big I should get you a bigger cock from a grave and suck <laughs> it like, god damn it. Actually, I kind of rather watch that. No, I want actual monsters, and that's what he said he's doing. Well, it looks and like he's getting extra. He's like, monsters. that is not how the monsters works, and yeah. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. Because if you made monsters into El Super Bisto, I would hate my life. El Super Bisto is so fucking bad. It is so bad. El Super Bisto is one of the worst pieces of shit. It is. <laughs> I've ever fuck. watched in my fucking. Life. It is some of the worst comedy I've ever seen. It ever. Is. But that also worries me. Because he has no idea how to write comedy. Yeah, maybe he hired somebody specifically just to write jokes and not get credit. Uh, a ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, but he yeah, I think Nicholas Cage, <laughs> ghostwriter. <laughs> yes. I think it connects into what we were saying before about like Eli Roth. I think when we talked about monsters before, we brought this point up. Like Eli Roth challenged himself by making a PG-rated 
horror film. House with a clock on its walls. Yeah, house with a clock on its walls. That was a good movie. Yeah. That was fun. And, but he challenged himself and he did a movie. That was one of his most successful films. And it was actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's not bad. Jack so, Black kind of killed it. Yeah. So I'm kind of happy to see uh, Rob Zombie actually challenging himself for once by like not making an R-rated movie. Yeah. I... Uh, I'm if anything if he is writing the humor I hope he just recycles some of the best jokes from the series. Yeah, just steal them. <laughs> He's like, "No, just I wrote them. these." <laughs> no, it'll be I, nobody'll research it. Everyone sucks in the world. So it is is I mean, I imagine Everyone but us sucks. <laughs> You're that fuckers. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Fuckers. fuckers. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I I I The only thing I'm wondering is like are we gonna get like the casting of like Eddie and Marilyn? Yeah, that's right. We haven't had an Eddie we casted. Eddie or or uh, Marilyn. Yeah, you, you know what's funny? Well, no, I, I I take that back. I was gonna say, why didn't they just use Sherry Moon for Marilyn? I'm like, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, she's nah, too nah. old. Yeah, she's too old. Yeah, why the users Lily? No, no offense, because I think she's still a very. Uh, very attractive woman. <laughs> I still think she's very attractive. <laughs> she Sherry Moon, come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Zombie, you can wait outside as we interview your wife. <laughs> you're, you're, you're vastly more. I don't tall- think I've ever heard like a strict interview of Sherry Moon. Yeah, because who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know the path she carved for herself in life. You know, she did it all on her own. With no help, she made a career with no help from anybody. Definitely not her husband, who's the only person that hires her. She did it all on her own. Nobody else. All by herself. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, the show. Okay, what were we talking about before that, though? Oh, yeah, Eddie Munster and Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm curious to see. What if they don't even cast them? What if they're not part of this? And that's what I was wondering. Is this like a prequel? <laughs> it's like oh, what if it's about them about to have, have Eddie? Eddie? Yeah, that would be kind of interesting. But yeah. what about Marilyn? She would. Well, she hasn't moved in with them yet. Well, how long? Well, I guess it was the first episode. The first she episode, in. she. I think it's the first episode she goes there to move in with them, right? Yeah. I don't know. Who the first Marilyn was played by? One actress, and they recast her. Yeah. I, I don't know. They, you know, it's so funny. Like, the, it, they have such a classic, like, beauty to them. Yeah. Like, it's almost hard to replicate, like, think of somebody to replicate that. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. You had to have them like, be, like, super tricky. Because that was always, that was one of the three jokes that show did for <laughs> to see. That, that whole show was just the same three jokes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the thing where it's like, look how beautiful this young woman is and look how fucking like, look at her family. They're, they're fucking monsters. She's like, well, I don't see a problem. And they're like, really? Like fucking look at <laughs> She's like, you guys are just acting weird. Why does nobody want to date me? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is a great joke though. It's pretty good. It's pre- I always love when it's she's going out and it's like, oh God, that poor ugly thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, you probably see. I, I thought people would see Yvonne DiCarlo as fucking Lily, and they'd be like, "Oh no, I mean, you're fucking Aaron's super hot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> super uh, Republican, but Yvonne <laughs> DiCarlo was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw X yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been dying to see that shit. I saw X, Ty West's new film. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. 
Everyone should go see it because House of the Devil rules and Innkeepers rules. Yeah, Innkeepers. Sacrament's great. pretty good from what I remember of half of it. Yeah, I haven't watched the Sacrament. Uh, um, in, a of, in a Valley of Violence is terrible. Don't watch that one. <laughs> that was this Western he did, but uh, it was really bad, I thought. But everybody else seems to like it. I think it's terrible, though. Um, but yeah, Ty West, I like him as a director. Uh, I like seeing him do a movie on this scale. This is definitely a bigger budget than oh, he's worked yeah. with before, and he has more of a backing from A24, even though In the Valley of Violence is put out by Blumhouse, I think. Um, this definitely feels like it has a little bit more, like he was able to do a lot more with uh, what he wanted to with his vision. But it's interesting, because you know it's about a porn a porn crew that's going to go shoot a porno in Texas in the 70s at this uh, old people's property, and literally know that the old people on the property are fucking crazy, so they're getting picked off. It's an erotic slasher. But I thought that thought was interesting because Ty West put out a um, a post on Twitter, I think, um, where he was talking about like, yeah, this movie isn't really about like the like the about pornography, but it's about like the making of a film. It's making of pornography because porn and horror are actually work are kind of like synonymous with each other. They like work together. Um, where it's kind of the same thing. They're both Porner. things that were kind of made out of. Yes, they're <laughs> things that are made out of the made the mainstream film you know industry that, that you could kind of make these things are kind of the black sheep of filmmaking and they kind of go hand in hand so it's more of a celebration of having that kind of independent spirit of making a film whether it's horror or pornography and kind of goes together um and the movie's just fucking fun <laughs> so um, yeah, i'm dying to see it uh it's a fun film and uh it's just sleazy enough i like i like the sleaze um there's a direct he he pulls a page of the De Palma book at one point. It's pretty awesome. Uh, a lot of references, like shots, that are kind of like nods to movies and directors. I thought it was really cool. So I liked it a lot. Uh, it's fun. It's a fun one. It's a funnin'. So a funnin'. Ty West, his new film X X. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else you watch? Been too busy driving back and forth from Jacksonville. Dude, don't remind me. It has been a fucking. I never want to drive a car again. <laughs> Ever in my life. Ever again. Yeah. I drove. I, like honestly, I feel like this was worse than my drive to Texas. I take that back. No, that was a fucking terrible drive. <laughs> that would be that's saying a lot. Yeah, that that is a that was a bad drive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I can't think of anything else I really watch. I was busy with training at work and shit. Yeah. All right. Cool. You hear that, fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> you like the abuse, don't you? You love it. <laughs> you like it smacked around a bit. Is it what I think it is? It is time to talk about Nightmare at Noon. Trailer time! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Yeah. Trey. <laughs> the small, quiet town of Canyonland has been cut off from the rest of the world in Nightmare at Noon. I want some answers. I want right now. A mysterious force has taken over. This thing doesn't make any sense. And is holding this town captive. How do you cut off a town from the rest of the world?
Bo Hopkins, Wings Hauser, George Kennedy, and Brian James. That's a lot of explosions for a trailer. That's a lot. And this movie has more explosions than Michael Bay Bay film. (laughs) Michael Bay would kick you in the balls for saying that. This is is definitely a uh, prototype for a Michael Bay film. um, Yes, uh, Nightmare at Noon, 1988. Co-written and co-produced by Nico Mastarakis. Yes, the great Nico Masterakis. <laughs> I'm sure we have no need to explain anymore. <laughs> His name alone. Nico Masterakis. No, I mean, along with like Scorsese or Tarantino, just you Nico say that name. Masterakis. No, <laughs> you don't need to explain anymore. Household name, Nico Masterakis. 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 Master Rockies. Yes. Master Rockies. Uh, you know that that Greek maniac, Nico Master Rockies. Quoted um, as the best goddamn film director in the world, Quentin Tarantino. I say that's a quote from Blaze like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> after finishing Nightmare at Noon. This is one of my new treasures this is what your treasure possessions so uh, explain what you you came across as vhs <laughs> i did i collect vhs tapes if we haven't said that before yes mainly horror vhs tapes yes and while i was looking on the internets at horror vhs tapes typically i go with ebay but for some reason etsy was up and i was like ah fuck it Let's see what Etsy's got. And then I saw this. And I was like, I'm not really interested in that. And then it said, Wings Hauser. I was like, oh, shit. I have to buy this. Now. Right now. At noon. <laughs> and you're like, Paige, what can, I have, can I have $6? Paige, can I have $7? I lost my job. <laughs> and she's like, what is it for? Is it for food? You're like, yes. <laughs> yes, food. Mmm, nummy tapes. Food, food for the mind. Blazy eats tapes. <laughs> it's just like fucking uh, Videodrome. We just have a slit in your stomach that you put tapes into. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> You're just a walking Cronenberg film. Yeah, point. pretty much. Um, I am the dad at the end of society. <laughs> I guess I am an asshole. <laughs> Um, but yes, I saw this sitting there and I saw Wings Hauser on it and Rocky was like, oh wait, George Kenny's in there. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Wings Hauser is in this. You know Wings Hauser as well as you know Nico Masterakis. <laughs> Wings Hauser, household name. Right next to De Niro in the Pacinos. De Niro's in Pacinos. Wings Wings Hauser. <laughs> Wing Towner uh, <laughs> Hauser. <laughs> we were waiting for the tape to come in, though, and it came in yesterday. Yeah, it came in like, yesterday. We need to watch it tomorrow and record. We, we like, have okay. to do this. 
Well, yeah, we right. just finished watching it, and it was a fucking roller coaster ride. Was it everything that you wanted? It was absolutely everything I wanted because I was like, "This looks like one of those really shitty horror or action movies we love," and they're just calling it a horror movie. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. It doesn't have a lot of horror elements. It's got a it, lot of action. It's <laughs> got pseudo zombies. Yeah, that's kinda. about it. There's no scenes of like tension. But or, like, if you look on IMDb and everything, it's listed as a horror movie. Yeah, it's an action horror film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, what I can say about this movie is that Wings Hauser was impossibly hard to work with making it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was, please do tell. Uh, from what I understand, him and Nico... Uh, we're, Master Rockus. Yeah, Master Rockus. We're uh, bumping heads a lot um, because Wings Hauser, go figure, was having a lot of problems with drugs and alcohol at the time. You're kidding. <laughs> if, if you want to see this in action, you should watch the movie Gidevin. Gidevin or Road to Revenge. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Or Champagne and Bullets. That's the other title for it. Dear God, please watch that movie. Uh, he is... It is... He might as well be the main character because he has more of an arc than the main character in that movie. Yeah, he really does. Well, I mean, here's the thing is that uh, he's perfect. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with him. He's a great actor. Oh, you mean John DeHart. Yeah, John DeHart is perfect. He's got uh, great acting skills. People tell him in the movie. Oh, yeah. He's got great poetry skills. To be or not to be. (laughs) To be or not to be. Yeah. Uh, he's got great singing skills and songwriting skills, yeah, which he, he is also told in the movie. Oh, he's biggest dick. Biggest dick in the world. Biggest dick. Uh, <laughs> world's cutest karate dog. <laughs> Feeds um, it peanut butter or something. Is it something? Maybe. Random scenes of dog hopping on back legs. Yes. In the middle of a really, really... You can tell his hips aren't working well because he's dressed up doing kung fu and he can't kick above his shins. <laughs> like... <laughs> Because he's an old man. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, we're going on a little tangent here, but get even, get even, but he couldn't get one the word together. Both words. Get even. Uh, also, has wrote Revenge or Champagne and Bullets is a movie put out by a guy named John DeHart. Uh, who, I have it on tape. Who is, uh, I have the Vinegar Syndrome Blu ray of it. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a vanity project. Vanity projects are always the best. <laughs> You rubbing that VHS to your face? Yeah, I'm so happy with it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, it's a uh, uh, it's a vanity project. Vanity projects are, are are the cream of the crop as far as movies you want to find. Whenever somebody tries to make themselves an action hero and they write direct star, and, and have everyone tell them how great yeah, they are tell them how the great movie. they are. Like I mean, a vanity project, the most infamous one or famous one rather is the Room. And honestly, but that movie, I, I, I the shit me and Rocky watch. That's nothing. That's nothing. Like, the room is a. It has a plot. Yeah, the room has too much of a plot for its own good. It's yeah. just it's just how incompetent it is. But I always think the room is kind of overrated at this point as a bad movie. Goes. Oh, they're so wor- so yeah. much worse. Like like Gidevin. But uh, in that movie, yeah. Wings Hauser is John DeHart's partner um, and the drunkest man you'll ever see. And he see. is visibly shit faced in every scene. Um, like drunk, 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 drunk. Uh, and it's great. So check that movie out. Yeah, he's also in a really good movie actually called Vice Squad. Yeah, Vice Squad's awesome. He plays a pimp named Ramrod. He's Who a bad is, guy. Uh, yeah, he's a straight up killer, and it is actually quite a good movie. Made it's, by it's the same director movie. who it's did kind of a slasher. Kind of. Uh, it's the same director that did uh, one of your favorites. 
Dead and Buried. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I do love Dead and Buried. Uh, but uh, Wings Hauser, yeah, apparently on set making this movie was super drunk and high all the time, and he was very hard to work with. Also, he, I guess his brother was on set also, um, and they got in a fight at the hotel room and put his brother's head through the fucking wall of the hotel. Wings Hauser did? Yeah. Put his brother's head? Yeah, through the hotel wall. Damn. Um, and Nico. Wings, come on the show. <laughs> Nico Mesorakis. You're uh, old. Go we deal can with beat that you up also. now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll punch you right in your non-existent liver. <laughs> I say as Blaze just takes a drink of that concoction. Is that the same shit that you made earlier? No. Yes, it is, you <laughs> gross motherfucker. So Blaze asked if he could make a drink. I said, sure. And at first, you made it kind of a, a cheap Manhattan, you know, no, with the ingredients. No, cheap old-fashioned. Yeah, I'm sorry. Old-fashioned with the ingredients I kind of have. So you just put some bitters and, and whiskey. Oh, son of a bitch. You had vermouth. I could have made a Manhattan. <laughs> what a <laughs> fool I was. Go on. <laughs> so so I guess that you didn't have that much whiskey to make another? No. There barely any. Uh, so you mix it with vodka. <laughs> yeah, I did. And whiskey. And orange liqueur. A lot. Yes. It's, it's so fucking bad. Yeah, it was really bad. I don't know how you're still drinking. No, that. it's not that. Now it's just orange liqueur and vodka. This <laughs> is devolved. Yes. Okay, so I've broken it down to its basic elements. So since you love this movie so much, please take us through it. How? Take us through a nightmare <laughs> at noon. So uh, <laughs> this is going to be a really hard synopsis to explain. So it starts off with a van from the EPA, sort of. <laughs> EPA! 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 Um, and um, we, this weird albino man is sitting in the van just typing He's just shit. named albino. Yep, just being super albino. Played by and, Brian James. Who, and a, who what? Brian James. Brian James. <laughs> Brian, he goes with a R, uh, with a O. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's a character actor? He's in a shit. He was like a hundred movies before he died at the age of like fifty-two. Oh no, with a heart attack Poor in the man. early nineties. Uh, but he was in Blade Runner and Forty Eight Hours, and uh, yeah, they stuff. did. They did call him the star of Blade Runner in a trailer yes. before this. It's like <laughs> yeah, uh, there was another movie trailer that we got beforehand. I can't remember the name of the movie, but uh, starring- Deadly Obsession. No, Deadly Obsession is the other one, isn't it? No, that's the one we. Oh. It's him and Wings Hauser and Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, it so, looks really good. It's actually. pretty awesome. Yeah, we got it. has Jeffrey yeah. Combs. That's I got to find cool. that motherfucker <laughs> on tape. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, it's on tape. Anyways, continue. Uh, and uh, for some reason, they're in this uh, Arizona town called Canyon Town. Canyonland. Canyonland. Yeah, because it sounds like Candyland. Yeah, it sounds like Candyland. <laughs> And a weird old redneck drives up in a truck, and they all—he's like, "Are you all filming a movie?" And they immediately shoot him to death and throw him in the lake. And then he takes his gun of green goo and shoots the water. Cut to George Kennedy, sheriff, making coffee with the water from his tap. Bum 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 bum. Um. And going into the station. Then we cut to <laughs> Wingshauser, a rock and roll lawyer attorney man. Who, he, he's an entertainment lawyer. Who's an entertainment lawyer, he, right at control attorney. And he loves his job. He sure does. He has a license plate that says, I sue you. I'll sue you. <laughs> and um, 
his wife, um, Tata <laughs> McGee. Um, what is her name? Tits <laughs> McGee. Something like that. Might as well be her name. Come on the show. <laughs> Come on the show, lady. Come on the show, Miss Kimberly Beck or Kimberly Ross. It's one of those two. Yes. It's one of those two. It's one, on the back of the tape. Because um, one played her and the other one plays George Kennedy's daughter, who's also a cop. Correct. Yeah. Um. So as they're driving along in their super futuristic RV and you find out that... They have a DeLorean RV. They have a DeLorean like RV. Uh, something Roadstar or something like that was called. I don't know what it is, Road but I want star. that thing. I want that thing. <laughs> Roadstar. Yeah, Roadstar. You, you're so stupid. <laughs> the oldest trick in the book, Mom. Um, Once again... Evil becomes good because good is dumb. <laughs> um, where was I? Yes, they were driving, and you quickly learned that Wings Hauser really hates microwave croissants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they a really weird thing to say because he's sitting there driving, and he hears obviously hears the microwave go ding because he's like, "Where are you cooking?" And she's like, "Breakfast." And then she comes up with a croissant, and he grabs it and eats it. He's like, ugh, I hate microwave croissants. And it's like, how the fuck did you not know what it was? You only have one thing to cook with in your fucking RV. You stupid idiot. And uh, so eventually they're driving by, and they see uh, uh, Bo Hopkins sitting at the side of the street. Hitchhiking. Hitchhiking. And... uh, I don't remember the, any of the character names. <laughs> like yeah, I remember his name. What it was? Oh, Riley, because <laughs> yeah. his first and last name is Riley. Yeah, because it gets in, Riley. Riley. It's like, oh, what's your name? And he's like Riley. It's like, oh, is that last or first? Like both. <laughs> both. I'm Riley. Riley. I mean, here's the thing about Riley. Riley is the coolest human he is being so on the planet. Cool. He is so like fucking he, his cool. equivalent is James Woods and vampires. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he's not like, far off. He's very close to James Woods and vampires. Um, yeah. So they pick him up, and Wingshauser's wife is immediately dumping on her husband, just talking shit about him the whole time. And uh, old Bo over here is. Uh, Probably contemplating sticking his wiener in. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Wink tells his wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're driving along and they get into Canyon Land um, <laughs> where they stop at a restaurant. And at the restaurant, there is uh, old Jimbo Slice, we'll call him. <laughs> Jimbo Slice. Ah! Yeah. Uh, he's an old hillbilly man who looks like a gold miner <laughs> sitting at the bar shaking yeah. at this diner. Yeah. And uh, as they're sitting there eating, the waitress comes up and asks uh, Jimbo Slice what he would like to eat. <laughs> and he takes out a steak knife and stabs her in the hand. Which uh, Nico, whenever they shot that scene, whenever he was trying to explain what happened, he actually used a real knife on himself, allegedly. What do you mean? Like, to show what he wanted, he used an actual knife on himself. He stabbed himself in the hand. Yeah. Like, through his hand. I guess so. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. It says on IMDb. Holy shit. <laughs> He's like, I want you to stab. <laughs> Good lord. He stabbed the waitress's hand. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
Anyways, yeah, so he has a complete fucking freak out in the middle of the diner. Uh, yeah, he does that, and then he's just sitting there going, here, here, here. <laughs> and then Wings Hauser slowly walks up to him and goes, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And then he starts immediately choking out Wings Hauser. <laughs> Which is like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> then Wings Hauser's wife I'll comes up. sue and you. <laughs> his uh, wife comes up and smashes a... a thing a a pitcher of water over the guy's head which is on the box yeah which is on the box because it is a a great shot of uh (laughs) of her ill-fitting shirt her assets um (laughs) yes um yes um so then (laughs) bo bo hopkins is just sitting there staring like Oh, I'm so cool. It's too. It's not cool to get up too fast to help people. So he gets up and turns the guy around. He's like, "Hey, buddy," and punches him in the face, and nothing happens. And then Bo Hopkins goes, "Oh shit!" Which is his catchphrase. Which is his catchphrase because he literally tries to attack people who have turned into the zombies at this point. And every time they don't react to him punching them, and he just goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, basically the story is weird EPA guy poisons the water to a town, and George Kennedy, Wingshauser, and Bo Hopkins have to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yes. Yeah. So this guy's going crazy. He's he beats up Wingshauser. He beats he runs, up Bo Hopkins. He smashes that lady with hair curlers into a truck. Yeah, well, yeah. Cops show up. Uh, he immediately steals the cop car. <laughs> yes, immediately steals. Well, the he cop gets car. shot in the back of the leg because George uh, uh, George Kennedy is just like, no, he's just acting funny. Yeah, <laughs> he already saw a woman in the hand. Uh, he tries. He picks up the guns. He's gonna. He's gonna kill the cop that shows up. Bo Hopkins shoots him in the back of the leg. Yes, and then they put him in the cop car. George Kennedy shows up and yeah, he's like, he's like, oh no, he's just having an episode. Yeah, whatever. and and, and he like, headbutts the glass open of the police car. Yeah, immediately gets out of the car. Yeah, steals it, steals a cop car, goes joyriding around town with it, runs over a lady, <laughs> very hilariously. Yeah, because she parks in a handicap spot, handicap parking She's like, spot. Look, Sheriff, I'm sorry, I parked in a handicap spot, but you don't have to keep ramming my car. And she's like, "Wait a second, that's not a cop." And then he he fucking runs right in and kills her. Yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> and, and then yeah, it, takes out a shotgun from the back of the police car, starts, and just starts shooting shit up. Yep. I mean, this is lasting like a while with just this first. It was guy. a really long scene of him just blowing shit up. Yeah, and cops, it was so cool. Cops find him again. <laughs> uh, one of the cops is his son, and uh, you walk to him, he's like, "Dad, you, you, mom misses you, and all that. Like, she's worried about you. We need to get you home." And he just shoots him. <laughs> yep. Shoots his son with a shotgun, and about that time, is George Kennedy finally goes. Oh, fuck this. Uh, he, well, he actually pumps says, full of holes. Mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then George Kennedy just pumps him full of holes yeah. with his revolver. Yeah. Um, he's very shaky holding his revolver. Um, George Kennedy did just have knee surgery right before this movie. Oh, that's why he was hobbling around. Yeah. Movie. But, hey, he was a good sport about this. Some scenes where he runs. Yeah. 
quote unquote. Um, but he does the best he can. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're like, hey, we need to uh, take all you guys down to the police station and, and question everybody that was involved with this. Uh, Wingshauser gets annoyed being there and says, fuck it, we're leaving. Come on. We're going to find a rental car place. Yeah, come on, Boobs Magoo. Here we go. We're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go look for a car rental place. Well, no. He tried to leave before that. He just drove off. Yeah, but his car broke down. But his car broke down because, it, the town. because the the agency put out these lasers that you hit and it shuts down all the electrics. Yeah, it doesn't let anyone vehicle. get out of the town. And they also yeah. cut off all connections. Unless you just walk. <laughs> just yeah, unless you walk, then there's nothing they can do. <laughs> They're like, hey, stop. But, um,. And so, also, he has a uh, what is the name of that shotgun? It's like a Spaz Twelve shotgun, and he's just walking around with it after coming out. Of yeah, his it's RV. just like, hey, we need to go and try to run a car. Yeah. He pulls out this huge shotgun. Yeah, like, nothing's really happening weird. right now. It he's was just really walking weird. with this gigantic shotgun, just around. Nobody says anything about it. Not the police. Anything? They're just like, sure, okay. That looks like a barely legal weapon that you should. have. Yeah, it's even got one of those extended barrel things. They're yeah. Really fucking weird. Or not extended car- extended cartridge. Whatever yeah. Yeah. I don't so know. He just walk around this fucking thing with his lawyer money that he bought. Yeah. Um, Rockstar shotgun. <laughs> and, there you go. Uh, uh, so they go back to police station. He's like, hey, can I run a car anywhere? And they're like, uh, you can go to the junkyard. All right, I'm going to go to the junkyard. They go to the junkyard. Floyd is also a zombie. Floyd's a zombie too. So, I mean, How? How do we control this many minds of these clearly red state town right wing people? And I think what the EPA did was saying, hey, we're trying to give rights to LGBTQ. <laughs> They're like, God damn, you are. <laughs> oh, we're going insane. <laughs> Start eating people. <laughs> and then the EPA was like, water, right. Also, let's make a point of saying this as well. There, I don't think there is one person in this movie who's not white. No, there is nobody None. of any other Nothing color. but white people. In there this is movie. no black characters. There are no Hispanic characters. There are no Native American characters, Asian characters. <laughs> there, it, it is a honky fest. Yeah. White trash. So so much white uh, that our main villain is albino. So. Yes, he is, he is albino. And that is the closest you get to a different culture. <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, so now they're like, oh boy, people are becoming crazy. Including my my acided my my acided girlfriend, wife, whatever. Uh she's going crazy too. We better put her in jail cell. And we better get the doctor to figure it out. Yep. Oh, you fucking surfer doctor. <laughs> yeah, surfer doctor. I don't know why he talks like that, but the doctor comes and he's like, hey, they totally strangled my nurse with a telephone cable. <laughs> it's pretty wicked, man. <laughs> so heavy, man. Um, so it's like, what are you using on them? Tranquilizer? Cheap tranquilizer. There you go. Works at the hospital, bro. <laughs> um so he goes and gets his ass beat by Wingshauser's wife. <laughs> Immediately. Wingshauser ends up injecting her with the... Oh, yeah. yeah. I bet he does. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Um, yeah, and she goes down, and then the doctor, um, George Kennedy, uh, Bo Hopkins, and Wingshauser go out to try and stop 
the madness, I guess, while his daughter goes out and starts airing to the town that the water's infected. Yes, there's driving around. And that's what brings us to nonstop action the yeah, rest of the movie. This the re- movie does not slow down action-wise. No, it is insane. <laughs> Uh, so many explosions. Cars blowing up from the trunk. Clearly, the people trunk blows up. People crashing into each other just to fist fight each other. There, yes. There's this awesome part where there's a guy on a motorcycle just driving around shooting people. Yeah. And fucking Bo Hopkins, does he shoot him? Or is Wings I Hauser? I think it's Wings Hauser who shoots he him. He shoots him in the motorcycle, oh runs into God. something, and blows up. And the flaming motorcycles fly, and the guy on the fire guy is, is on flying. fire, flying through the air, looking like he's still sitting on the motorcycle. Yeah, and then awesome. at the end of it, like his ass is the only thing on fire. <laughs> it is so fucking cool. It's the fucking best. Yeah, it was probably one of the best things I've ever seen. I don't know if I've ever seen Blaze so wet during a movie. Oh man, I was. Oh no, I don't know if you're wet from there. You just pissed yourself from drinking that shit. <laughs> it's a mix. <laughs> like, man, this is sticky pee. <laughs> sticky pee. Sticky, not stinky. Sticky pee. <laughs> uh, it's come piss. But continue. What? What? What else happened? Uh, so after that, and, uh, they have a, a startling revelation that it is the water that is doing this. And George Kennedy makes the comment, I haven't touched water in years. And everybody in the, is like, yeah, we don't drink fucking water. What are you talking about? That's weird. Drinking water. And they're like that. Or if you made coffee with the water, boom, 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 boom. And it just closed like. Shots of George Kennedy realizing that he made coffee at the beginning of the movie. Yes. He's like, oh, no. Oh, God. I have to poop again. Um, so then we're immediately transported to uh, two strange EPA agents uh, covered in biosuits, uh, flamethrowing the entire town. Yes. And everything's just chaos at this point. Yeah, Everybody's it is just getting is shot just, and people yeah. are dying. Uh there's a part whenever the the daughter cop, daughter cop, daughter cop, um, uh, is trying to save a little girl who's getting chased by what I guess is her mom with a knife. Yeah, and she goes and stop. You know, ooh, ooh, yeah, just like holding this knife while she's holding the knife, very strangely holding a knife. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> blows her brains out. Um, yeah, kills the mom. Also, uh, they bleed green blood. Did we say that? <laughs> yeah, because their blood is acid. They find. Yeah, their blood is it, acid. They send it to the 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 uh, testing at the the local hospital, and they're like, "This is acid." Um, a priest attacks George Kennedy with a knife. He gets shot up, <laughs> but then comes back to kill him. But before he stabs George Kennedy in the back, the super awesome tubular doctor. <laughs> Has sedated him and then blew on his needle like a loaded gun. And that is the lamest thing I've probably ever seen in a movie. Ever. <laughs> that, so, that sounded like a really bad lyric in a rap song when somebody's referring to their dick. <laughs> he blew on my needle like it was a gun. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so uh, two guys with flamethrowers and I would just walk around town lighting everything in fucking fire um, to where they go to a drive-in. Yep. And it's like, hey, we need to stop them. And so they're getting to a gunfight with them. And George Kennedy has slowly been changing this whole time. He's been fighting it back because he's George Kennedy. And he's very strong. He's very strong. He's very strong-willed. And uh, uh, he... uh, yeah, he starts losing the battle. Yeah. So he goes crazy, and he goes to start shooting at the guys with the flamethrowers. They light him on fire. Yep, they light him on flat fire, and he shoots them after being lit on fire. And then he runs into the back of their van. It was a I props to the stunt man in this movie because that is a very long being on fire scene, like yes. rivaling uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Yeah, or. Maniac Cop 2. Or Maniac Cop 2. Oh, man, that is such a good fucking somebody on fire scene. Yeah. Um, um, so he jumps in the back of the EPA van, and it just blows up. <laughs> this is on fire and gets in the back of the van. Yeah. So, and uh, obviously that blows up a van. <laughs> That's what happens. Uh, there's a lot of blowing up vehicles. In Everything movie. blows up. It it's is so awesome. fucking great. Um, and so uh, they're like, we have to end this. Let's go find. Let's go find. Let's go the guy. find the guy that we have no leads on. Yeah, no leads on this no. motherfucker. Uh, they're just killing random agents they see. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they get on horseback and find the motherfucker albino guy, <laughs> just riding, also riding horses in the mountains with a bunch of EPA agents. Also riding horses. Also riding horses that start, you know, having a shootout. But then after the shootout, he kills all of his agents, which we (laughs) were not able to put together why. Like, there was literally no reason for him to kill his own agents. But he did it. He sure did. We don't know why he did it. We do not. (laughs) Um, But he did. He did. Because he can. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Uh, it is a neo-Western. There's a lot of, like, Western influence. Yes. <laughs> influences. Uh, eventually, during this, uh, that gunfight, the Wings Hauser's injured. Yeah. Um, he gets shot in the shoulder heart. <laughs> he the gets sh- the shard. Looks like it's <laughs> he gets shot in the shard. He got shot. He sharded his pants. <laughs> um, so, yeah. He is. Now uh, <laughs> incapacitated, and Wingshauser has the daughter of George Kennedy watch out for Wingshauser while he goes to Mono Imano, the albino boy, because he's the only can because he's Bo Hopkins. He's so he's fucking so, cool. And Bo, Bo Hopkins, cool. I'll go, I'll go do it. I'll go, go fuck, fuck, fuck this albino up. You know, I know it's uh, getting dark outside, but I'm gonna keep these sunglasses on if you don't mind. I can't see shit. <laughs> either either can the albino though. He has like the worst binoculars. Yeah, ever. he no, he has a pair of pit vipers on. Like he is starting a new war metal band coming up. <laughs> <laughs> what was that at the show the other day? Whenever that guy has sunglasses on, you're like, those sunglasses are awesome. Like, no, they're not. Yeah, the, those were pit vipers. Those things are fucking sick. No, they aren't. They're sick, they're sick macho man style. <laughs> They look so bad. They look fucking killer if you're Macho Man. If you're not Macho Man, they're pretty lame. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the child we saw was not Macho Man. It was not. 
Uh, Unless he got reincarnated as that child. As that child, a skinny little wimpy boy who has no idea how to do an elbow drop from the top rope. Well, he hasn't he hasn't hit that part in his life yet when he starts writing up. That's true. He goes to wrestling school. Gets that uh, sick burns on Hulk Hogan in his rap album. Um, <laughs> yeah, like that, Hogan. You got smoked. You got smoked, bro. <laughs> uh, where were we? <laughs> Right, the shootout between the albino and Bo Hopkins. Um, so it is a very uneventful shootout. Yeah. And I don't know why, but the albino guy just like comes out, shoots, goes back, comes out, shoots, goes back. And Bo Hopkins, the smart soldier he is, realizes that he's coming out and shooting once and then going back. And then he pulls down his sunglasses and goes, one at a time, eh? That's like, what? <laughs> what does that matter? Like, what does that matter at all? And then he stands up and just starts walking and yeah. shooting. Yes. And then he pretends to get shot. Yes. By the albino. And then the albino does a very strange... That is his name in the movie, by the way, is the albino. It's just albino. It's just albino. Yeah. Um, well, actually, his name is Al. Bino. And his last name is Bino. Okay. Hey, Al it's me, Bino. Al. It's all that's big old Al. Al Bino. Al Bino. <laughs> you know? Uh, Al Bino from down the street? <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to have sex, Peg. <laughs> Al Bino. <laughs> um. How about no? Woo! They <laughs> <laughs> had the most annoying... Fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet flush. Toilet flush. As much as I love Mary with Children growing up, that, that show has the worst audience. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> most pretty annoying bad. audience um, ever. Yes. So after this, the albino goes, <laughs> <laughs> which is him smiling, and then gets shot in the leg by Bo Hopkins and falls off a cliff. <laughs> As one does. And he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Ooh, my leg. They better if Oliver Reed played him. Yes. Um, <laughs> He'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh good God. <laughs> it was crazy. He shot me in the leg. But your mother, she's just so crazy. <laughs> I just want Oliver Reed at Wings House to be a movie together where they just get into a drunk fight. Oh, man, what a fucking awesome movie that would be. It would just be called The Bar. <laughs> We're setting the bar with this one. <laughs> um, so, so after this, uh, Bo Hopkins starts going up to him. And the albino is like, and a helicopter (laughs) shows up behind the albino and Bo Hopkins doesn't look phased at all. And you're like, man, you should be worried. He has a fucking helicopter behind him. And then a fucking army, like Apache helicopter shows up behind Bo Hopkins. How the fuck they contacted them and when? No idea. But apparently the rest of the government doesn't know what the EPA is doing, which is kind of odd. And there is, no lie, a sick-ass helicopter chasing. They should have played played the song Apache. Yeah. Whenever the Apache helicopter shows up. And then the whole time it's... Because it's like a... 
It's too long. It's a really long helicopter chase. It is. It is too long, but it is like, it is impressive. <laughs> yeah, they're they're flying pretty fucking fast. Yeah, they're flying fast and low and around corners and mountains, and you're like, holy shit, this is kind of nerve wracking yes. for the actors and stunt doubles. But... Yeah, yeah. Which uh, one of the stunt men got hurt? No this... shit. Not in the helicopters, though, right? No, I don't know what stunt it was, but uh, it was one that he set up that he came up with the idea for. <laughs> Who, Nico? Or, or the no, one no, the stuntman came the up stunt with? The stuntman came up with this. Like, it's going to be awesome. And he did it. He got, like, seriously injured. <laughs> I hope it's the motorcycle guy. He's like, this is going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> my ass is on fire. Oh, my God. I burnt my anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would be sick. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty wizard. That guy's got a hot ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, after, uh, well, actually during the helicopter fight, Bo Hopkins finds the albino and rips his pit viper sunglasses <laughs> off. And he was like, no. My eyes! Oh, his albinos. No, he's figured out I was just a kind of racist white guy. <laughs> albinos infamously have weakness in their eyeballs yeah i did not know that albinos could not be in the light oh no, that's true is it true oh they yeah the albinos are um nocturnal <laughs> well no 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 they they have uh light sensitivity really yeah they they tend to go blind in life that, that that's like a big statistic of them like most albinos lose their sight so they evolve from albino to albino <laughs> albino <laughs> Yeah, so okay. now albinos, albindo. Albindos. <laughs> he was like, my fucking eyes. Uh, yeah, and so Bo Hopkins rips his sunglasses off and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Come on. Right? It does. He just, <laughs> That is Brian James Oscar Award winner. <laughs> Star of Blade Runner, according to the trailer. Star of Blade this. Runner. Her name is Decker in Blade Runner. Yeah. Here's a who? No, he was Decker. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wish these blades would slow down. <laughs> like, I would rather be Blade Walker. <laughs> Blade Yager. <laughs> Blade... <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> ripping off his fucking oh, his viper sunglasses, and then he pulls out the the strange gun that he used, which is really a weird way to infect the water. Like, why wouldn't you just pour the vial into the water yeah. supply instead of taking a gun to shoot a bottle of the vial? No, he, he needs that. He needs that. Uh, uh, you know the 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 gun that they use to track how fast you're going. Yeah. Um, so the other part that confused me about that is why did he? So Bo Hopkins takes the gun, and instead of shooting him with the gun, he pulls out the vial and cracks it inside the dude's mouth. Well, he he puts it into his well, mouth. He puts it into his mouth and, and to he force him to bite down bullet. on it. Yeah, he squeezes, squeezes his wound. Bolt. Yeah, um, he's like ah, <laughs> it just like shatters in his mouth, and then he starts seizuring. Yeah, and he's like, if, if a little vial of this could drive a whole town crazy, 
maybe if you beat yourself. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how Bo Hopkins maybe. talks during this. Yeah, there's a lot of dialogue. He I don't really know what mumbles away. Yeah. He is the get father of mumblecore. Hey, you're good. You crazy town. <laughs> He's kind of like a fucking slowed down um, Boomhauer in this movie. Kind of. Hey, you're going to plan on eating this vile poison. Go drink crazy, man. Don't go. Thank you, man. Wings Hauser, I'm going to get in that RV yours if you don't mind. I'm going <laughs> to like, right. kiss this sheriff's daughter right here. <laughs> And she's like, are you staying? And he's like, ah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to leave. <laughs> no, I, I already got what I wanted. <laughs> so at the end, for some reason, Bo Hopkins and the daughter are making out. Don't really know why. They didn't really build up to any of that. Yeah, they, don't have, they just have a romance randomly. Uh, it's equivalent to the romance at Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> you you helped Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, pointless and stupid. That was that, that, was that whole movie. <laughs> yeah, that was that's Jesus Christ. Rise of the Skywalker. This movie makes more sense than that movie. <laughs> it uh, actually does. It does. It actually it does, does make more sense than Rise of Skywalker. Um <laughs> Yeah, so uh also Bo Hopkins and uh Wings Hauser through the process of killing civilians. <laughs> Have become best friends. They killed the whole town. They killed the whole damn town. Um, yeah, I guess they did, did they? But for some reason, Wings Hauser's wife is now cured. Yeah, she's fine now. We don't know how. Walter was at Albina drinking his own. Yeah, apparently, him medicine. drinking it makes everyone else cured except the dead people. Old L. They're dead forever. Albino. Albino. <laughs> Um, yeah, but whenever whenever he ate his own vial, he turned more into like El Wino. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so after that, uh, she's like, "Are you going to stay in town with me?" And Bo Hopkins goes, "No, baby, I'm going to go in the Wings House RV, and I'm going to go fucking driving there. <laughs> I'm, I'm a peacock yelling to fly. Yeah, no, I can't stay in this town, baby. They want me. They, I'm a wanted man. It's like by who? Like you killed everyone in town. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> That's the problem. I killed everyone. I gotta get going. <laughs> <laughs> And then he blows up. <laughs> Credits. Uh, and then a sick 80s power song starts going off, and that's the end of that movie. Hans Zimmer was... Hans Zimmer did the music. No shit. We aren't fucking lying. Hans Zimmer was the co-music uh, composer. There's he wasn't good enough yet to do it by himself, but he did get a few blahs in there. <laughs> He did the thing that would define his style for the rest of his career. <laughs> it's so weird when you go back to whenever he actually tried. Yeah, and it's sounds- <laughs> like in the nineties and like early two thousands, and you hear Hans Zimmer scores were like interesting. Yeah. And then he did Inception and the Schiffer Nolan. And then Nolan, like his own movies, just ruined fucking yeah. <laughs> Hans Zimmer's fucking <laughs> like his creativity. Uh, and then then everybody was doing that in fucking trailers and so shit. So fucking annoying. Uh, fuck so- you, Hans. 
Yeah, come on the show. (laughs) Scully will beat you up. (laughs) Come on the show so Scully can beat the shit out of you. Scully can look at him. He's just bones. Everybody, it's our mascot, Scully. There he is. (laughs) You can see him because this is a podcast. (laughs) He said his he said his uh, his catchphrase, bonerific. This is bonerific, said Scully. I will beat the living bones out of fucking Hans Zimmer. I will skull fuck Hans Zimmer, says Scully. Fuck you, Hans Zimmer. Come on the show. Fight me. Fight me, you bitch. Right now, Bladed Apples versus Hans Zimmer. UFC. Dana White, set it up. Get us in the octagon. Us versus Hans Zimmer. We will kill him. We will kill you on serious. Joe Rogan, stay away. Joe Rogan, stay at your own fucking show. (laughs) While we beat up on Zimmer. Don't touch our podcast, you toxic bitch. We're going to beat up Hans Zimmer. We're going to beat the shit out of Hans Zimmer. He's like, oh no, please don't. He's like, fuck you. Please. The only bong that's going to happen is your fucking head hitting that map. Yeah. <laughs> you're the last bell you're going to hear. <laughs> fuck you. We're going to skull fuck you. Rocky, Rocky Place, you killed Hans Zimmer. Oh, we Good. Gotta, we got to get this RV you drive off. Or we're oh, man. Oh, shit, man. Let's get Hans <laughs> Zimmer. We better get in Wingshauser's RV and get it. <laughs> Wingshauser drunkenly drives up to us. Get hey, it where is it? It's me, Wings. You want to tit fuck my wife? <laughs> it's, it's Wingshauser. And also in the RV is uh, Paul McCartney and Wings. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and then it's us. And we're all going to hop in there. And we're, we're going to speed off before we get arrested for killing Hans Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Live and let Hans Zimmer die. <laughs> All right, this is our uh, this is our uh, official invitation to Hans Zimmer. We want to fist fight you in a Costco parking lot. <laughs> we will jack Nance you. <laughs> we will be on drugs, and we will beat you to death. You've ruined movies for so many years, you cannot be allowed to keep living. <laughs> yes, Hans Zimmer is a reason the movies are going down. You the- killed Heath Ledger. <laughs> with a gun. With a gun <laughs> filled with pills. <laughs> you put the gun in his mouth. And then you squeeze the wound on his leg, and he bit down the barrel of the gun, and all the pills pills fell into his mouth. But listen here, Hans, the last Joker's going to be on you. (laughs) After me and Rocky beat you to death. (laughs) Okay, Zimmer down. (laughs) Zimmer down. Good fucking gravy. You are going down, Hans. You believe keep your hands off me. <laughs> You're going to be handicapped after this. Hans <laughs> uh, uh, oh, uh, Zimmer. Fuck you. Fuck you so hard, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> 
No, you're you're very- a real piece of shit. <laughs> You've ruined everything. <laughs> you're about you're about to go into the dark night. <laughs> it was It was Hans Zimmer's idea to invade Ukraine, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Hans Zimmer Hans Zimmer committed 9-11. <laughs> We hate you, Hans Zimmer. We hate you. Come on the show. Come on the show. <laughs> we'll fucking kill you. We'll fucking kill you. <sighs> so Nightmare at Noon. Nightmare at Noon. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, Before Hans Zimmer sold out. <laughs> No, he's a very talented composer. Whenever he's not working for Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I'm going to compose his fucking funeral. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can stop it there. UFC 389. Saturday. Check it out. <laughs> Dana White. Book us. <laughs> Book us. We will kill <laughs> in the octagon. You want blood? Is this what you want? Are you not entertained? Hans Zimmer voices... Voices. <laughs> Hans Zimmer is the voice of Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Now to our next segment. Another curation of Blaze's Cabin of Video Game Curiosity. Fuck you, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Well, whatever this video game is that you have today, I sure hope Hans Zimmer did not compose it's it. It's called me ass fucking Hans Zimmer <laughs> in the octagon. <laughs> UFC 2022 on PlayStation 5 plays ass fucks Hans Zimmer. Check it out. Suck my dick. I hate you. All right, not a mythology biology. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. No, today, um, it is a free game on... PC and Mac that you can get. Okay. Uh, and it is very close to uh, Little Nightmares. Have you ever played that? I've only played Big Nightmares. Fuck you. <laughs> the sequel. That was really Hans thing of you to say. <laughs> I found the game very hauntsing. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, Little Nightmares, if you don't know, is kind of like... I wouldn't say side-scrolling. It's almost like a, a horror platform game. Okay. Very scary, like, uh, I don't know what to say. Like, very <laughs> scary characters surrounding a very cutesy little character. Okay. Kind of like that. All right. And um, it's published and developed by Studio Whip. All right. Um, I, I, haven't, I couldn't find too many other things they've done, but this one, graphics-wise, is really well done. And it is actually uh, kind of freaky. Like, mainly, so... The story is, and this is very funny to me, <laughs> you play as a little candle Okay. that has to go, he's consistently melting, so you have to find piles of wax, light them, and get your wax back. Um, but the candle's name is Jean Wick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, but... He's trying to carry out the mission. Uh, he's in a cathedral and trying to carry out the mission. 
of a uh, monk that passed away during the plague, and it was to keep the cathedral lit at all times. So you're playing this little candle in a cathedral that's going around trying to light this cathedral up because it's been cast in the darkness from the plague. Mm -hmm. And in there, there is this evil spirit of a nun who had succumbed to, um, like, despair. And she's, like, pretty scary looking now, like, skeletal nun creature thing that was trying to treat when they were alive, were trying to treat the mass oncoming of plague victims in France and got so depressed that she was eaten alive by it and uh, became this strange monster that haunts the cathedral. And she is consistently trying to attack you. But she also uses, like, these grave insects and stuff like that and bugs that come out of graves to try and attack you and stuff like that. You're like, you're just a candle. Yeah, you're just a fucking candle. You're a bunch of wax. Huh. Um, but, uh, no, it, it, it's a very fun game. It's, uh, I mean, it's decently long. It's a good little playthrough. I would say probably like five hours of gameplay. Mm. And uh, just aesthetically, it's a really pretty game. Cool. Uh, the story is really well done. And there's a lot of like fun little side things you can find that add to the story. So Because they kind of give you the base of it. And then it's just you kind of go right into it of like, okay, start hiding because she's coming for you and searching for you. And you have to hide under books and shelves and everything like that. But it's it's weird because it blends the like cutesiness of platformer games along with the horror. Okay. And uh, it's a very interesting playthrough, and <laughs> I would recommend people try it out. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The, so the brave little toaster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. Good. There's there's gum in my drink. <laughs> you threw that piece of gum in your drink. Yeah, I know. I thought it'd be like a. You're out of control. <laughs> you, you must be stopped. You are making terrible Frankenstein creations. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, Put a piece bad. of five gum in it. Yeah, no, this is no, it's really good. This is called the fiber. <laughs> it's just what that orange can, liqueur. It's that and orange liqueur and vodka. It's bad. It's not tasting good. I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> you, this is all your, fucking Hans Zimmer's fault. <laughs> you're falling apart, man. You're falling apart. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. Hans Zimmer's trying to kill you. I know he is. That's why I'm saying, I'll fight me, you bitch. He's like, come here with that pill gun. <laughs> I'm going to scully fuck you. He's going to try. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you in the skull with scully. Yes. Come on the show, Han. <laughs> We would love to, to hear. Catch these hands. <laughs> we would he love to hear why you decided to start ruining things. <clears throat> be a very interesting topic. Hey, so when did you decide to become a hack? Yeah, when did you decide to literally do nothing, you piece of shit? You'd be like, look, that's what Nolan asked me. I'm like, so do do you both need to be killed? Do you both need to die? <laughs> Christopher Nolan's out here like, look, I'm in a World War II movie. <laughs> Fuck you. That was years ago. <laughs> Dunkirk wasn't very good. Um, yeah, I heard it wasn't. Tenet was goddamn terrible. What? Really? Oh, oh my God. Tenet is so fucking bad. 
Um, but anyway, fuck you, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So that brings us to our next segment: mythology, biology. So I want you to know that all the theme music that you made for this show, Blaze, mm. better than Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. All the theme music that you've made, better than anything he's done in his whole career. Thank you. That fucking hack. Hans Zimmer, music <laughs> battle now. Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Overrated, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. One of the most popular film composers ever. My ass. Blaze Bazaar, everybody. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I know how excited you are for the uh, for the new Elvis movie from Baz Luhrmann. No, no, I am not. I do not care. <laughs> I'm so happy I get dragged to see that by Paige. Yeah, I'm going to be dragged to see that. Because she loves sure. Baz Luhrmann films. Yes, she does. For some reason. She, well, let's be real. She likes one. Moulin Rouge. Moulin That's Rouge. Everybody likes. Everyone loves that movie. I don't I know don't. why. <laughs> I I can't get behind it. Yeah, me neither. No. What were we talking about? <laughs> Mythology, biology. Mythology, biology. That's right. So today, I have a very unrelated thing. <laughs> um, right. I stopped trying to do that because it's very hard to find very specific things. It's hard to live. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> I swallowed my gum. Um, so today, we're gonna. If you played The Witcher. You may be familiar with this next one. Uh, it's Henry Cavill. <laughs> it's Henry Cavill. Uh, it's Dan Dillion, um, which is not his name in the show, and I don't know why, and it really makes me angry. Yeah, why is he called Dandelion? Yeah, I don't know. It really bums me out. Um, yes. So today we're talking about a Scandinavian folklore ghost Okay. called the Myling. Have you heard of this? Uh, yeah, I, I like Miling Cyrus. Did Hans Zimmer tell you this? <laughs> um, no. He knows. He knows. <laughs> God damn it, Hans. <laughs> I knew it was you. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> um, so, what a Miling is, is a restless child spirit uh, that is the spirit of a uh, the corpse of a child that was abandoned in a remote area because it was unwanted or could not be cared for by its parents. Now, interestingly enough, in this area during the Middle Ages and stuff like that, child abandonment was a huge fucking issue. Awesome. Like people were getting rid of their kids left and right. And by getting rid of them, I mean <laughs> getting rid of their kids. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, actually, uh, they wrote Hansel and Gretel as a uh, deterrent for child abandonment, which I thought was interesting because they were like, look, the children were kind of the heroes, right? Yeah, they killed this old <laughs> bitch. And I, I like, thought oh. parents would just be like, oh, so we could just drop them in the woods and something would just eat it for oh, us? Oh, somebody <laughs> eat them for us? That's <laughs> yeah, great. Good. So, but the thing mm. about the Myling is, is that um, they returned uh, to Earth uh, it, it, extremely enraged. Like, they are not happy campers, these little little ghosts. but um, <laughs> These little Caspers. Yeah. They uh, typically haunt the parents' home. Surprise. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, or if a traveler walks by where their body was buried, uh, 
and also these burials are unconsecrated, so they're no bueno. Um, if a traveler walks by, they will cling to the back of travelers and command them to take them to a graveyard. Okay. So <laughs> like, do it. They're like, no, you're a ghost. No, you're a little bitch. Fuck <laughs> you. Just a ride off. They're like, wait, but, wait. <laughs> so uh, they don't typically actually harm people. I mean, they'll scare the parents or anything like that, or they'll command people to take them to cemeteries. But typically, people were not ever reported killed by the Mylings. Um, but when they would cling to a traveler's back, the traveler would start to sink into the ground if they didn't get to the cemetery quick enough mm. because they would end up being buried with the ghost of the child then. So they would have to rush to a cemetery. And the only cases that people reported people dying from mylings were was when they were, you know, incapacitated or elderly or something like that, and they couldn't make it to a cemetery in time. And they got buried alive with the myling. Now, obviously... The only cure is to take the child's remains, as you've seen in the Bloody Baron's mission in Witcher 3, <laughs> is to take the remains of the child and consecrate a burial for them. Yeah. To release the spirit. And as soon as you do that, it's done. Like, they're like, yeah, it can wreak havoc. And as soon as you do that, immediately goes to heaven. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's very easy. <laughs> All right. It's just like, hey, do your best not to murder your child, and if you do murder your child, give it a good burial. Yeah. Like, for its birthday, like, let it unwrap and be like, wow, this is such a great tombstone. <laughs> then murder it, and then bury the kid, and then you won't have a myling. You've just committed, uh, committed infanticide, and it's no biggie. Because they can't come back to fight you because you gave them a sick-ass tombstone. Yeah. They're like, man, this tombstone is so sick. Ah! Yeah, show them the tombstone before you kill them. They're like, nice. Mm -hmm. Whose is this? It's like, yours. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you could not read your name. That's why you're dying is because you're such a dumb little kid. It's like, I'm one. Tired of taking care of you. Yeah, it's like, I'm one. I'm pretty intelligent uh, at this point. I'm having most a full conversation with you. Yeah, most one-year-olds can't talk like this, but, oh, please, put down the hammer. <laughs> it's like, no, you dumbass. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, please, no, Papa, I will be a great composer. He's like, well, you better be, Hans. You better be. I'll let you live because you said you'll be a great composer. And now Hans Zimmer is haunted by the hammer-wielding ghost of his father. He's like, you said you were going to be a great composer. I could have killed you and saved the world. <laughs> you were supposed to bring the end to the dark side. You were supposed to bring balance to the force. Not join them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It sounds like those uh, Myling Cyruses are partying in the USA. Mm. As ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Does that gum taste terrible? Oh, man, it's bad. <laughs> it's not good. You're being a real masochist today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that all? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, thanks everybody for listening to another episode. Did you like what you heard? Well, you can share it with a friend or an enemy. 
or a random person. Just be like, hey, can I see your phone real quick? And like, no. It's like, let me see your fucking phone. Let me see that goddamn phone. I'll cut you. And they'll be like, okay, Jesus Christ. You take their phone, you have them unlock it, you go into their, you ask them where they get their podcast from. You go into it. I don't listen to the podcast. You're like, that's bullshit. Well, you're going to now. (laughs) And, And you download our podcast onto their phone. All right? And that's what you do. And that's how we get the word out. Um, but if you do like what you hear, share it. Share it with somebody. Who knows? Uh, if you want to reach us, you can reach us. Yep. At bladedapplespod at gmail.com or bladedapplespodcast on Instagram. If yeah. You have and any... uh, give us a follow, please. Yeah. Give us a follow. Whatever. Give us a, you got a request. You can request uh, something you want us to talk about or review or. Uh, do it's th- that or I'm just going to keep getting these bad tapes. <laughs> okay. And Please. Rocky is going to slowly die. <laughs> Please, somebody help me. <laughs> um, yeah, but you can you can contact us with uh, any comments, concerns, complaints. I mean, the complaints will probably just ignore. But <laughs> Everybody jump. <laughs> yes, uh, yes comp- compliments to Scully. He's a, he's a good mascot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Stefan Mize for doing our art. Check him out on Instagram under Stefan Mize or Calling Panther Tattoo, which is a tattoo parlor that he owns out of Ocala, Florida. Great guy, great tattoo artist. Uh, loves horror. Check him out. And thanks to Blaze for being a great co-host and doing a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to the editing and and the music and all that. Um, and threatening Hans Zimmer, he's pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what, what have you found of the Hans Zimmer's like, uh, like a trained black belt and like multiple styles of martial arts? I'm only trained black belt in one style of martial <laughs> arts, and I was twelve. <laughs> that makes you the cream of the crop. That makes cream of the crop. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, next episode, we will be talking about. I don't know what we're talking about. We'll figure something out. Hey, I got two more tapes coming. Fuck that. We're going to be talking about something. Yeah. We got vampires. <laughs> we got bloody murder on the way and dead of night, which might be good. I don't know. That Who one. knows? All right. Well, it's going to be one of those. I'm going to force it on him. <laughs> <laughs> Unless somebody requests something else. It's that I'm holding Rocky hostage. If you don't give us a request, I'm forcing him to keep watching the <laughs> shitty tapes I find on eBay. If it's as good as burnt offerings, then I won't mind. Was burnt offerings good? <laughs> no, but we got a lot of material out of it. We sure did. We sure did. Um, yeah, so anything to add? See you later, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> So until next time, remember that every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. All right, bye. Bye.